Hello, friends. It's Leanne here. Welcome to Europe First. Hello, friends. I'm coming to you this week for another solo recording. I had a whole other episode ready with a fantastic interview guest, and I just kept hearing that I was supposed to talk about something else this week. So here I am talking about what was given to me to talk about with you. I was recently looking through my notes with a search on the word purpose. I have the notes app on my iPhone, and I use it for absolutely everything because it's so convenient in the middle of the night, in my car, at the beach, no matter where I am. I use it for everything. And so I did a search on the word purpose, and dozens and dozens of notes came up. Some were podcast scripts, some blog posts, some notes to self. So purpose is a big theme with me right now. What do I want to do? What do I want to be when I grow up? What is my purpose on this earth and in my life? Good question. So I started to think about what makes up a purpose. What are the elements needed to call something our purpose? It sounds great to claim or name or step into our purpose, but when it comes to actually figuring out what that is, it can be intimidating. It can be hard to know where to begin. And then once we begin, if we claim something as our purpose, does it mean we have to own it forever? Let's start with the definition of purpose. It's simply the reason for which something is done or created. I, for one, think our purpose can change. So let's just take the pressure off there around needing to know the thing and then it never changing. The one thing we're supposed to do forever. I also think there's different versions of purpose. I would say there are two versions. There's one where it's your purpose in a circumstance that will eventually change. And then there's your purpose that is something along the lines of your North Star in your life, the reason you're here. So the kind of purpose that can change could look like a period of time when something comes into tighter focus and gets a lot of your attention, like earning a degree or raising kids or working toward a promotion or caring for elderly parents. These are seasonal roles that we might occupy for a period of time, but will not last forever. And they, for a period of time, alter our behavior out of necessity and choice. So they become a part of our reason for being in that season. But that is not the version of purpose I want to talk about today. The purpose I want to talk about today is along the lines of our life's purpose. And this is where I think we get in trouble. Life's purpose. That sounds very intimidating. Not to mention when we're just getting through the busyness of our days How can we possibly give any attention to what our life is fundamentally supposed to be about? And if we don't already know, how do we figure it out? I can speak from experience that a lot of us don't even think to look up and ask about our purpose until we are middle-aged. We spend our lives in school and work and raising families and getting through each year the best we can. And it's easy to think that we will just magically end up someplace we want to be. That dreams, desires, goals will just take care of themselves while we're busy living our lives doing everything else. I think this is why the midlife crisis is so notorious. It's that midway point that asks a lot of questions. 
And if we haven't really been paying attention to some key things, we don't have a lot of answers. So panic can set in and then rash decision making and sometimes total abandon. And it can be messy and unsettling and very disruptive. But I'm wondering now if we were to stop a little sooner and ask a little more deeply, what am I here to do? Could we arrive to the later years of our lives feeling much better about how we spent our time? So in thinking about this, I considered the easiest way to hone in on our life's purpose. And here's a simple exercise I came up with. If you want to do it now, hit pause, go grab a pen and paper, and then come back. And I will wait. Okay, so here's the first step. Be honest with yourself about what you really want to do. The thing that would make you sound crazy if you actually admitted it out loud. It doesn't have to make you money or make any sense. It's just that thing that nags at you if you get quiet. If you still don't know, after trying that out, here's another way to get to it. It's the thing that makes your heart leap when you see someone else doing it. Did you catch that? It's the thing that makes your heart leap when you see someone else doing it. I would get this whenever I saw a woman on a stage saying something inspirational. I would get this when I heard someone interviewed about the book they published. I would get this when I saw a married couple sell everything to travel around the world or live off the grid. But I kept telling myself that was a life for other people. I chose a different path so those things can't be mine. But I'm here to say I think that's wrong. Those are the very things that are yours to claim and be. And not their version, but your version. And what I mean by that is that I can't go give a talk about how everything is figureoutable on Oprah's Super Soul Sunday because Marie Forleo already did that. And I can't write a book called Eat, Pray, Love because Elizabeth Gilbert already did that. And I can't start a YouTube channel called Starting Over about living off the grid in Portugal because Eugenia Diaz already beat me to it. But... But why do those things light me on fire a little and make me feel so envious? Two reasons. I know I could do all of those things. I'm still waiting on Oprah to call, but I digress. And I wouldn't do them the way they've already been done. I would do them my own way, with my own story. I'm not yet on a stage, but I started a podcast to use as a similar platform. I didn't do the same trip but I can write my own version of that travel memoir because I had some crazy stuff happen to me once upon a time in South America and Australia and part of Asia. And that is my story to tell. And we might not be off the grid, but we have a life worth writing about with our kids and chickens and the garden we'll plant this spring and the sourdough we make almost on the daily. These are the things that not only make up the fabric of my life, but telling the story, sharing my thoughts, this is part of my purpose. The details of the story don't matter because we all have one to tell. But the way we tell our story is the very thing that makes up our purpose. And I'll take that a step farther in saying that the things that came the hardest or that were the toughest to endure can also become the fabric of our purpose. Did we survive something challenging or horrendous? Did we figure something out when everyone else lost hope? Did we make a comeback that nobody predicted? Passing on the wisdom of those hardships can be purpose alone for why we endured them. 
Here, here's, here's an example. I have recorded 34 episodes of a podcast about the last 18 months of my life and the amazing women who helped me get to the place of health and strength I have now. And I have used the hardship of those months and those women who have been my tribe as my message. And the podcast has become very much a part of my life's purpose to deliver that story. So now that we know what is purpose and how we might go about identifying it for ourselves, there's another thing to be aware of. You will feel the calling to move into something like this. And if you say yes to it, it's good to be prepared to hear all of the reasons why you are crazy for doing it. Leave your job to do what? Move where? Invest your life savings to build what? Are you crazy? Be prepared to answer yes, maybe a little. Be prepared to sound crazy. Be prepared to get funny looks when you tell people you are leaving a perfectly good job to drive around the Western United States and then start a podcast, neither of which will make you a penny, but they light you up and it's the most fun thing you've done maybe ever. There's my story. Be prepared to also feel as crazy as you sound. You will doubt yourself. You will want to go back to whatever feels safest and known and sure. You will want to jump back into conforming to what everyone else sees as normal and safe. You will want other people's approval. And other people will want to give you their approval because they don't want you to challenge them. They want to feel safe, so they need you to be safe too. But if that feeling is still tugging at your heart, if you can't explain why you want something but you want it more than anything, why you want it and it makes no sense, then that, my friends, is your purpose. You don't necessarily have to risk life and limb and your whole savings account to do it, but chances are it will ask you to sacrifice something. For starters, it will ask you to sacrifice your ego. So it's okay not to talk about it. It's okay not to explain it to everyone. It's okay to let people think you're crazy. Everyone who changed the game in history of humanity was seen as crazy at some point. That is the point. You are doing something that only makes sense to you because guess what? It's your purpose. So before you arrive to some ripe old age where you wonder how so much time passed and how you're nowhere you thought you would be, stop now, grab a pen and paper, and write the craziest stuff you can think of that lights you up. Tape it to your mirror, and then go for it. Every day, do something that moves you towards that. Make a phone call, write a part of the chapter, research the entry requirements, check out how much vacation you've saved up. Just a little every day, and that thing will start to take shape gain energy, feel a sense of movement and momentum. What you focus on grows. And when you start to do that, feel the fear and do it anyway. Learn to breathe. Learn to listen to your own wisdom, your own heart, your own knowing. Because this is your life and your life alone to live. So go out there and make it just what you hoped it would be. And so from my little pep talk sound booth here in my bedroom closet, I'll say to you, and I'll say also to me, you can do this because this is what you're here to do. Thanks so much for being here with me. I hope you make it a great day. Until next time. (laughs) 
If you enjoyed this episode or if someone you know might enjoy it, please share freely and don't forget to like and subscribe to help our content rise to the top. Until next time, take care and I'll see you on the next episode of You're Up First.